the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, that's me. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to every precious mother out there. This is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mom in this world, because so much of the world forgets to, to remember that mothers are doing such important work. All right, what if I told you that some people are trying to stop pregnancy centers from advertising to the public. Oh, this is big. And it could change the abortion debate landscape as we know it. We're going to talk about this very controversial issue on the show today because people need to know what's going on behind the scenes. Moms need to know. The pro-abortion and reproductive rights lobby is aiming to take down pregnancy clinics by outlawing their ads. We're going to find out why and how from Jenny Talcott, who's on staff at Alternatives Pregnancy Center. She's going to tell us the truth about this thing coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Ever the professional, James. Thank you to Jim, my producer. I was just having a little technical difficulty. Welcome back to Channel Mom, you guys. We're so glad to have you on board. I hope you're here for a reason today. And that uh, what we are going to talk about in this program is something that you need to hear. A shout out to our moms from across the country uh, in Oregon and Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, also in Illinois, uh, also down in the Springs right here in Colorado and our friends in Denver, of course. And I guess we also have some folks now in Idaho, Montana and South Carolina. That's exciting. Yeah, and uh, we do want to welcome our podcast listeners. So grateful for all of you who tune in via podcast. Tell your friends, share the podcast after you've heard it. If you like it, <laughs> you can share it if you hate it, but uh, share it. You can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And uh, we're going to get right into this. Jenny Telcott, she is the Director of Development at Alternatives Pregnancy Center right here in the Denver, greater metropolitan area. She's the former development and campaign manager at MOPS International Mothers of Preschooler 
preschoolers, international, yes. near and dear to our heart here at Channel Mom. And of course, she's also a mama herself of two wonderful children and a wonderful husband. I should mention him so he doesn't feel left out. <laughs> um, welcome to Channel Mom, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank a privilege. You. Yes. You and I are rubbed up, but we're going to try to talk calmly gracefully, kindly about this topic. Mm. Um, there are some things going on behind the scenes in re- response to Roe v. Wade being turned mm. o- over, mm-hmm. um, where people are trying to come up with new laws and, and new put new things on the books and outlaw old things and whatever. They're just mm. trying to do a lot of stuff behind the scenes in order, in a way, to promote abortion more than it's ever been promoted. In, in my estimation, mm. that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But that's what it seems like. And, and, and we're going to set up what you're here to talk about today, because there are some some laws being proposed on the books that could take people like you away, pregnancy centers away, mm-hmm. or they're, they're advertising. And then if nobody knows about you, nobody can show up. Um, there, there's also something going on, I think, and I don't know if you can talk about this, but with the abortion reversal pill. Mm-hmm. And um, there are new laws on the books now that are making abortion more available in some ways, and abortion rates have gone up because of it. Yes. And, and again, I, I want to say this. I've got two disclaimers. One disclaimer is... Alternatives Pregnancy Center is a sponsor of Channel Mom. So that's my full disclosure. But that is not why I'm doing the show. This is news, what we're about to talk Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And then number two, I want to say, I believe that God has called me to love the people he puts in front of me. And and other than my two children and my husband, the people that he has put in front of me are moms. Mm -hmm. And I never want to choose to offend a mom or not love a mom because she has a different opinion than mine. Mm. So I'm asking you right now to take away any kind of offense you're ready to feel and say, Jenny's just telling us what's going on with this issue. Mm. She still loves me as a mother. She still thinks I'm amazing. All that's true. <laughs> I'm not here to offend. I'm here to tell the truth. Mm. And, but I will say as somebody who loves God and loves the life he creates, that I am deeply concerned about what's happening in, in the way in which we're promoting abortion in, in mm-hmm. ways that we, we never have before, in my estimation. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to do this setup, and then you're going to get to weigh in, as I've talked plenty. Um, <laughs> a recent interview on Nine News with the director of color, um, policy director of color, and she's concerned that um, women of color are not uh, being told enough about their options when it comes to abortion. Mm-hmm. And so she objects to people like you advertising to people in that culture or, or the variety of cultures, but mostly she's talking about women of color. Right. Um, and her name is Catherine Riley. And this is what uh, the nine news piece recently said um, and, and reported. And, and she's the first thing to kick off the interview. We hope that the legislation will be able to mitigate the harms that these anti-abortion clinics cause on our communities. Riley and others are looking to drop a bill similar to one that passed in Connecticut in 2021. It prohibits limited pregnancy centers from using deceptive advertising about pregnancy-related services they provide. The legislation is still finding its way and trying to figure out what will be in it, but the main piece is that we want to put a stop to the harm that these clinics do to our communities. Okay, so first of all, she says pregnancy centers cause harm, Hmm. which is ironic to me. Um, Secondly, she's suggesting that pregnancy centers like you at Alternatives are using deceptive advertising to reach women who are pregnant. Hmm. What is she on about? Why is she saying that your advertising is deceptive? Yeah, a lot of them have an issue with it because we don't refer or recommend for abortion. Um, And so they feel that we are being deceptive saying that we offer a service that we don't. Um, but but you don't say that. We do not. We actually have that all over our website, all over our literature that we don't refer or recommend for abortion. Um, we simply just want people to have space to take a pause and consider 
all of their options um, because there's only true choice when there are all the options laid before and also where there's support in those options yeah. as well. Um, yeah. And also knowing that specifically with minority communities and stuff that finances can be a barrier. Um, we provide all of our services for a hundred percent free. And, and, and you're very strong about this. And I know the ladies who work with you at alternatives mm. and, and I, and this is becoming more and more common in churches to say, look, if we're going to tell women that it's better to choose life, then we have to support that life. Absolutely. So you all try to connect them to free diapers mm-hmm. and clothing and, and ways to move forward and, and, and job opportunities. And all. You yes. try to say, look, if we're going to tell you that, that life is a good option, then we're going to try to help you support that life, at least in the first year. So that's yes. another thing you try to do. So they're saying that, that pregnancy centers like yours are being deceptive in their advertising because they're suggesting that they offer abortions, but they don't like what, what are, why are they saying that what you say is deceptive? I'm going to actually read your ad for us. This is yeah. your most recent ad to, for us. And this is what you say. Did you know the abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado? But there's still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice, letting them know they're not alone. Uh, Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving to $10 and the rest of it doesn't matter because we just send them to your website. What is deceptive about that to the pro-abortion rights folks who want to take down your advertising? Um, honestly, I think it's just because they don't want us intercepting clients or patients before they go into an abortion clinic. Um, we don't benefit in any way from whether they choose parenting or adoption or whether they choose abortion. We really just want to come alongside people in a holistic way. And so they can fully see the picture of the risks and the benefits associated with that. Because in actuality, there's a lot of deception around what the risks actually are that are associated with each option. Um, And so we really want to be the ones that come in and speak truth and love because an informed woman is an empowered woman. Yeah. Um, And also there's three lives at stake. It's not just a woman. It's not just a baby, but there's also a man involved too. And so that's something that we're kind of seeking to do as well is how do we come alongside and support the whole family unit Um, and just really equip and encourage them as well. And like you said, through mentorship, um, through the physical and tangible needs and also the mental health needs. Um, As you know, we're in a crisis. Yeah. Um, with mental health. And so sitting with women and just dissecting what are your needs. And they do that in a safe, non-judgmental way. I always say 100% free of cost, 100% free of judgment. So tell me, th- this is already passed in Connecticut, mm-hmm. stopping uh, pregnancy centers from advertising right. when they're, it's called deceptive. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have no recourse except maybe to take it to the courts, from what I understand. Right. Right. Um, tell, tell people how this is unfolding right now in Colorado. At what, at what um, stage is it at? Yeah, it has yet to be put on the agenda in the House of Representatives, but we know that it's in the works. Um, they keep saying it's coming, it's coming, but we don't actually have the language and we don't actually have a bill yet. But we know that it is, it's happening. And so for us, we're just going business as usual. And we are advertising in every avenue that you can think of with Channel Mom, yeah. um, online with Google Ads. We're doing billboards, we're doing bumper stickers, you name it, we're showing up there. Because really, if you cut our advertising, you're really hurting the clients and patients that need our services. So if they're successful, and they probably will be in this state because of the way that, that, right. that, that our state government leans. Um, if they're successful, what happens to a 19, 20 year old woman out there mm. who doesn't know whether or not she wants to have her baby? Mm. She knows about abortion clinics. Planned Parenthood is out there. Mm-hmm. How does she find out about you if you're not allowed to advertise? Yeah, exactly. A lot of it's going to have to be grassroots. It's going to have to go back to word of mouth. 
Um, we're going to have to advertise in places that are friendly to us, uh, whether that's churches or businesses that are willing to put who we are out there. Um, and really, like I said, those are the ones that suffer are the clients and the patients that need our services. They freely walk through our doors. Okay, they you don't contact force them. Us. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So I want to move on from, from that particular law. I do want to say one more thing before we move on to some other things that are going on behind the scenes that I think mm. our precious audience of mothers should know about. Um, when it comes to this law and, mm -hmm. and them wanting to take away your ability to advertise and let people know that they can come in and get a sonogram and, and learn about right. the baby that's inside of them and then make a choice, mm -hmm. um, when, when they want to outlaw that, I do want to bring something up. You don't make any money off of this. You're, yeah. you're fully funded by people that give to you, um, you know, from the church world and, and so on. Yes. Uh, just be honest about this answer. If somebody comes into an abortion clinic like pa Planned Parenthood, mm -hmm. do those clinics, the abortion providing clinics, make more money if the woman chooses to keep her baby or if the woman chooses to get an abortion? To get an abortion. So they make money, more money, when a woman chooses to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to lose that. Right. Right. I said it. You didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> next thing. And people may not know this is on the books. Um, there's something called the abortion reversal pill. Yes. And this is the next kind of legislation they may be trying to push through. Mm -hmm. Which and, and you can give people that abortion reversal pill in your centers, yes, correct? Yes, we do. Um, they're trying to take that ability away. They're trying to say that this is not medical science, that, it, mm -hmm. that, it's, that it's a farce, whatever. So tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. So the abortion pill reversal really is just progesterone, which is a naturally occurring hormone. And if anybody has ever been through infertility or miscarriage loss, you know progesterone is something that a doctor would prescribe. Oh. Um, and we have licensed medical providers. That's kind of another one of the myths is that um, we're just kind of a, a hole in the back of the wall alley type of thing. But um, we are actually HIPAA compliant. We have OBGYNs and nurse managers and registered nurses, and they can prescribe progesterone. And so if a woman takes the first pill of two and the abortion pill um services, yeah. <laughs> she can change her mind and she can contact us and we can reverse that through progesterone. Like I said, it's not any kind of medication. I took progesterone. It, I yes. took progesterone. Many have. Many women have taken progesterone. And so they're saying that that's bad science to take progesterone? Correct. Because it's not FDA approved. Okay. But yes. I can think of some other things that weren't FDA approved recently, but I won't go into that. <laughs> um, so, the, all right. So they're, they're saying that you giving the abortion pill reversal um, pill is, is not good science and that, the, and that that should not be allowed. So are they going to try to push through legislation about that or just medical, um, some kind of medical act? They're hoping, uh, like I said, we haven't seen the legislation, but they are hoping to maybe criminalize it and not allow progesterone to be prescribed for the purpose of reversing an abortion. So if a woman decides halfway through, I don't want to do this, I want to keep mm -hmm. this baby, she wouldn't be ha able to do that anymore. She wouldn't have the choice to do that. Can you just estimate for me how many women were able to reverse their abortions last year through yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. So we saw 13 abortion pill reversal clients last year. Um, four ended up completing their abortions, one miscarried, and the remainder carried healthy babies or planning to carry. That's eight out of 13 uh -huh. that gave life a second chance. And we think they should have the choice to do so. They should have the choice to change their mind. So two pieces of legislation potentially coming down the pike. Mm -hmm. One is to take away advertising from pregnancy centers like you mm -hmm. who have medically trained staff 
and who who mm-hmm. are very clear that you don't offer an abortion, you just offer a chance to make a decision. Right. And then they, and, and you would be able to tell me some people walk away and still decide to have an abortion. So yep. you don't stop yep. them from having an abortion. Absolutely not. Um so they're trying to do that through legislation. And then number two, they're trying to outlaw the abortion pill reversal. So those mm-hmm. are two things that people need to be looking for coming down the pike. Yep. I, I want to talk about one more thing and then I want to talk about the state of motherhood in America. The last thing I want to talk about is the, well, the second to last thing, the reproductive health equity act. Ah, sorry, a little swear word there. <laughs> reproductive health equity act that was passed last year, um, in Colorado. Yep. And, and what does it do when it comes to abortion and, and giving a woman a, a right to choose an abortion? Mm-hmm. So the way they portray it is that it's protecting abortion access. So what that actually means in the state of Colorado is a woman can have an abortion up until natural labor onset. And so as we know, as mothers, you could go into labor at 26 weeks, you could go into labor at 40 weeks, you could go into labor at 37. They're saying you have that choice up until you go into labor to so, have an abortion. Okay. So they made it legal in Colorado yep. to abort your baby mm-hmm. up until 40 weeks. Correct. What about that baby being out? What if the baby's coming out of the womb? Can they do away with it at that point? That I'm not clear on. You don't know? No. But they could right before it's born. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't want to offend any mom. I am not somebody who judges someone for having an abortion. Right. I have a ton of people in my friend circle that have. I, mm-hmm. I, I understand the pain of women in poverty, the, the pain of women who feel like um, they were blindsided by their abortion, the pain of women who feel like they don't have mm-hmm. enough money. I, are, they're blindsided by their pregnancy. I understand all that. I get it. And I am not here to judge. But I am here to look to God and say, what about life? Mm-hmm. And what about, you know, we talk about protecting the body. What about that other body that's mm-hmm. involved? It's a living body. At, that, at 40 weeks, it's a living body. Yes. It's a living body, 26 weeks. Um, and, and, and so my, my agony as a woman who's given birth to babies is, where did we stop thinking that that little life was sacred? And I understand, again, that a woman wants to protect her body. I, I completely understand right. that. Right. However, I, I'm somebody that says, well, unless you were raped, there was a choice and you did get to make a choice early on. And, and the choice was to have sex and, and then get pregnant. And, and, and again, I'm not here to judge. I'm not mm-hmm. here to condemn. I understand why some people want women in poverty and women who are struggling with, a, with an abusive relationship, et cetera, to be able to choose an abortion. I understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. it. I think that part of the problem now in America, I recently wrote a blog called um, Is America Anti-Motherhood, is that we have a problem with motherhood. Mm-hmm. We think it's not liberating. We think it's not feminist. We think that it demeans the woman. Yep. And, and I recently uh, looked at a Ms. Foundation interview with the, with the head of the Ms. Foundation. And she talked about all the negatives of having a child, the negative impact she said on a woman's lifelong earnings, uh, a negative impact on um, what uh, planning that you don't get to plan your life, costly choices um, and costly childcare that, that comes into play. Mm. Um, health disparities that you have health disparities. If you've had a baby um, diminished retirement earnings um, schooling and the cost mm. for schooling. Mm-hmm. So she brought up all these things that this makes it bad to be a mother, that right. this makes it hard to be a mother. Um, a, a, a candidate for governor down in Georgia said that, that babies are bad for the economy. Baby, babies uh, are part of the reason that inflation hurts. And, and so people will come up with anything to say life and, and babies are a burden. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. by um, extension, we're saying motherhood is a burden. And, and I think that we have convinced people. 
Yeah. We now have a 20% decrease in the birth rate here mm-hmm. in America since 2007. Mm-hmm. So fewer women are choosing to have babies. Mm-hmm. And we have a great increase in the abortion rate here in Colorado. Tell me about yes. that. Yes, yes. Since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, so many people thought that that was kind of the end of abortion as we knew it. But in Colorado, since then, we've seen a 33% increase. 33. So a third more pe- yes. are people. Yeah. Yes. It equates to almost over 30 abortions a day in the state of Colorado. Increasing, increasing more than 30 abortions a day. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. So you tell me when you see a woman walk in your clinic, I'm going to look at Jim and see how much time <laughs> I have left. Um, okay. Seven and a half minutes we have left. Um, when, just tell me a typical story. Yeah. When, when a precious woman walks into your clinic and often they're single. And that's the other thing we don't talk about is, is absentee dads. And that's one mm-hmm. thing that throws mm-hmm. these women into the feeling that they've got to have an abortion mm-hmm. because we've got an absentee dad problem in America and mm-hmm. we've let that be okay. And, and so life would be much, much more easy to choose if we had dads that were stepping up as well. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me about all these things I've just spit at you right now. Yeah. Um, what about this anti-motherhood issue? When a woman walks into your clinic, mm-hmm. does she have any hope about the idea of motherhood? Like, what, what are they telling yeah. you? Yeah, no, that's great. And I can think of one in particular because it speaks to multiple layers of what you just talked about, about this fatherhood issue, this motherhood issue, and what our clients are facing. And we had some come in last year, and she most of the time, and this is not un- unusual, says, I feel so alone. I feel so alone in this decision-making process. And she had her partner with her. And they're more often than not saying, whatever you decide, I'll support you. Because they think that's being supportive. But what that does is it puts the burden of the choice and the consequences solely on her. Uh-huh. And so this, this client comes in. She comes in with her partner. She goes into the ultrasound room. It's twins. Oh. She finds out she's carrying twins. And we actually have a full-time men's program director. And so he met with the partner while one of our, our um, director of client services met with her. Mm-hmm. And come to find out these two had not even spoken to each other about what the other was thinking or wanting. And so they sat, all four of them, (laughs) two of our staff and these two clients, and said, let's take a pause and let's talk to each other. And I'm so happy to tell you, they welcomed twin girls recently. They are married now. Wow. Yes. I mean, amazing things that was nothing we directly did or manipulated but made space for it to happen, space for it to process. For them to be honest about what they wanted. Yes, and to communicate with each other and to invite him in the conversation, which is very like very countercultural right now in society. It's my uterus, my opinion. Yeah. But it's really, like I said, there's three people involved in this. And, and calling men into the conversation, like calling into responsibility, but also leaning into the responsibility that some of the men want to have in this, this world. And we've, we've got it very quickly, and I want you to speak into this quickly. We, we've got an ugly conversation going on now. Mm. And I was looking at signs of, of, of um, you know, reproductive rights folks and, and pro-abortion mm. folks. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the signs says, uh, girls just want to have fun. And mm. then they ended it with demental, so fundamental rights. But first she said, girls just want to have fun. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, so this is about free sex to her. She doesn't want to have any consequences of sex. Mm-hmm. She just wants to have fun. And that disturbed me a little bit. Um, and, and then there also, I, I saw a protester or, or, or heard a, a report on who said, you cannot make me have this kid. Mm-hmm. And I thought, we've lost our love for children. We've lost our love for motherhood. Mm-hmm. We see it as a burden only in the very best of circumstances. Like you got to right. be a multimillionaire and be married. Yes. You got to have all <laughs> the things in line. 
line in order for, for choosing to have a baby yeah. to be the right choice. Just just a last word on what you're seeing yeah. in your clinic. And by the way, we don't talk about this, but women who have abortions, sometimes there's a lot of mental anguish after the fact. Yes. And we offer services for that too, counseling okay. after abortion. But yes, you are capable. That is what we tell women. You are capable. You don't have to decide education or career and being a mom. You can do both. And I think this is a perfect example. We're both standing here. We're both mothers. Yeah. We're both showing up in this space. You can do both. You are capable. You're not too poor. You're not too marginalized. Yeah. We can come alongside you if you'll let us. So I want people to know everything that you do offer. And mm-hmm. and by the way, for those who think you're deceiving people, you do not <laughs> offer abortions and you don't say that you offer abortions. Nope. What else do you offer? So we start, we're very much prevention and intervention. Our prevention is STD testing and treatment for free. Um, we also have education, teaching people how to make self-honoring choices and then pregnancy options, ultrasounds, abortion pill reversal, um, mama mentoring and fatherhood mentoring. So after the fact, you're going to, you're going to even after them. the fact. Yeah. And you, and you try to connect them with support. If you're going to choose life, you, you want to help them support that life. Right. You, you can't just send them out there and say, great choice. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. She is Jenny Talcott from Alternatives Pregnancy Center. We're so grateful to have you with Channel Mom. Thank you for telling us the truth about all these things that are coming down the pike and, and what's going on yeah. in the legislative world. Thank you so God, much. God bless you. Thank you. All right. This is the time of the show where I thank you for being a mom. I, I do not want to condemn you. If you disagree with me on this issue, that's fine. I still love you. I still applaud you for all you do as a mom sacrificially, how you you work to raise your babies to be contributing wonderful adults one day. So thank you for the work you do that nobody notices. I'm, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. I'm grateful for your children and your families. Please remember to check us out on podcasts. We're at Channel Mom. You can find us uh, wherever you find podcasts. We're also at Channel Mom all over social media. Follow us there and just go to ChannelMom.com and or I'm sorry, ChannelMom.org now uh, to find out what we can do for you or a mom that you know. We can help moms in all kinds of ways and you can donate to us or pray for us. So anyway, hi to my mommy and daddy. Thanks for listening. And to my whole family, kids and dad. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. If Channel Mom Radio and Podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click Donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.